This is episode 16 of Make Your Wedding a Highlight. My name is EJ Josh from Highlight Weddings and Events. My guest today is Geraldine Martinez from LumiPod Photo. If you're getting ready to or already in the process of planning your wedding, you've come to the right place. DJ Josh, owner of Highlight Weddings and Events, interviews other local 30A wedding pros to offer insight about how to make your wedding a highlight. Well, hello everyone again. Thanks for checking out the podcast. My name is DJ Josh with Highlight Weddings and Events, and I have a super awesome guest today. Her name is Geraldine Martinez with LumiPod Photo Booth. How are you doing today, Geraldine? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's a Friday afternoon, so yes. the weekend is almost upon us. It could be worse. Exactly. Okay. It's always good. Yes, we are healthy. Yeah. And we're good. So that's the most important thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Would you mind telling the listeners a little bit more about yourself? Who you are? How did you get to where you are today? Yeah, definitely. My name again is Geraldine. I was born in Puerto Rico many years ago. <laughs> 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 and anyway, 21 years ago, I moved to Walton Beach, Florida, because my husband used to be in the military. So okay. after that, we stayed here. And this is where we call home. Cool. So was he stationed at Eglin or Holbrook? He was at Harbor Field, ah, yes. okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and just for reference, for those of you who are not from the area, we have three military bases within about 30 mm -hmm. minutes of each other. Eglin Air Force Base, Herbert Field, and Duke Field, which yeah. is now a Army installation. And then we also have Pensacola Naval Air Station, which is in Pensacola. So there is a strong military presence here. I was actually in the Air Force for six years. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I live here is because my father PCS to Eglin and stayed here for oh, about 15 years of my life. So wow, this is, <laughs> this is where I call home as well. Yeah, this is a great place to live, so <laughs> cannot complain. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to have a wedding, mm -hmm. which is the point of the podcast. What excites you about being a part of the wedding event team for a couple's big day? This is so strange, but I love to work under pressure. And being part of a wedding team offers that, I don't know if you can relate to that, like it's a pressure and a thrill together that you're being part of a memorable event. You have that pressure to make it perfect, make it happen, and that you're being a piece of a puzzle of people who are responsible for making a wedding or an event, one that everybody's going to remember forever and ever. Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. There have been a couple instances where my computer was not working the way it was supposed to. and. <laughs> I didn't actually have any issues with the songs that were playing, but there were a couple of times where I'm like, please don't freeze up, keep playing the song. Because <laughs> it was right in the middle of the dance set. That's the worst time for you to have dead air. It's a good feeling for me when I know that something could have gone wrong, Yeah. but I was able to make everything work smoothly and no one really knows that it happened, which is kind of thankless. Yes. Because it's like nobody knows other than the other wedding pros that are part of the event team. But it's still a good feeling because I know that I helped to reduce the stress for the guests on that day. Yeah, that's true. And there's always something that could go wrong, like you said. And I have had stuff like people have tripped on the connection cable of the oh, photo booth. No. So it yeah. just... 
<laughs> I'm like, what's going on? But you know what? Those are little things that can be fixed. So we cannot mm -hmm. complain that much. You definitely learn being involved in the weddings how to be graceful, especially yeah. when things go wrong that weren't necessarily your fault, but everyone <laughs> looks at you like yeah. it was your fault. You're like, okay, well, I got to make it happen. I got to make yes. it work kind of thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How can couples working with you make their wedding a highlight? I definitely think that as a photo booth owner, from my perspective, sometimes it can be underestimated because of the pricing or because I think we had this talk before. People would say like, oh, well, this is just for fun. But no, we have professional equipment, professional camera, professional lighting that will result in quality pictures. And not only am I taking pictures, I am printing out pictures. And that adds up to the value because people are taking that keepsake to their homes. And that's part of the memory of the event. They're going to say, oh my God, how much fun I had in Josie's wedding. They will never forget because they will have that picture there to remember. They won't forget that picture in that moment because that was so special. What can couples do to set you up for success? Are there specific things like information that they can give you or like a mindset going into the wedding planning process that really will make their experience that much better? Yes. Immediately after the initial call or email, I interview them of what their colors of the events are, if they're having a theme. I love it when they share the story, <laughs> uh -huh. their love story or their engagement story. That gives me a more personal approach to their event. And I just love knowing exactly what they prefer to do. Because when I have to design the layout, I customize every layout. I do not reuse designs on my photo layouts, especially to what they want, mm -hmm. what they request or their colors or a theme. That's one of the things that will set me up for success, having that custom design made to their liking. And they're going to be like, yes, that's awesome. I love that layout. I love that backdrop. I love the photo booth. I love everything about it. That is what I want. And the customer service seals the deal because whenever I am at an event, me or my attendants, we make it so much fun that we help people if they're shy, we help them with their props, we help them with their poses. And I'm so proud that we do it because it adds up to the quality of the service. I do something similar when I provide live streaming for ceremonies. I'll ask the uh, couple for their wedding invitations. Mm -hmm. And I will find a font that's similar and create a similar type of feel yeah. for the live stream before I transition to what the camera is showing. It's cool that you make it unique to that couple's wedding. Yes. That kind of attention to detail is appreciated. Yeah. They really love those details of customization and personalization. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's good. Why should a couple incorporate a photo booth in their wedding reception? First of all, it's great entertainment. Just like having a DJ, you cannot have a wedding without a DJ. Mm -hmm. Madonna, music makes people come together. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I love that. <laughs> You know, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, food is a must. You gotta have food, you gotta have music. Mm -hmm. And if you want to have an extra thing, an extra layer of entertainment, a photo booth will always be a thing to go to because mm -hmm. they're gonna keep the guests smiling, they're gonna keep the guests entertained. For example, if they are tired of dancing, they can go there, have a break, have some laughs with friends, with people maybe that they don't even know. If it's a family, they can make connections with a new family member. It's good for all ages. Yeah, children love a photo booth, but they don't know the meaning and the value of it. Mm -hmm. Adults, 
know the value of a photo. Yes, children will come and take pictures, but adults will be there. They will inundate right. the photo booth all the time. And it's ageless. Any age will enjoy the photo booth. And it will let people remember it forever. As long as they have that picture, they will be talking about your wedding. And it's a great favor, like a great keepsake for the event. And one of the things that I love about the guest book, we set up a memory book on site where we keep for the bride and groom one picture of every guest and they sign right beside it. Okay. Let me tell you, I always get an email back thanking me because that's one of the highlights of the night that of their mm -hmm. wedding, having that memory to look back at in their hands because you can always scroll on a phone or computer and see the pictures the digital ones but having the actual printout and seeing all the faces and how much fun it was that is beyond compare they love it nice me being a dj people would think that i would just be like oh you just want a dj that'd be enough but i am aware enough to know that not everyone's going to dance the entire night yeah and the photo booth is a great option to allow for the dance floor to be reset it's yeah. also great for before the dancing even starts it really helps to bring more energy like with during cocktail hour maybe the tail end of dinner because it's just another cool feature that allows guests to be entertained while they're waiting for the rest of the formalities to start yeah that's true and something that my wife did, we had a photo booth for our wedding. Mm. She actually created a Facebook album with all of the pictures. Oh. So it's a really cool thing because mm -hmm. now every year when our wedding anniversary comes up, it'll pop up on the timeline for memories. And she tagged everyone in the pictures or encouraged people to tag them. So it's just awesome. a cool thing to look back on and just have that memory and the refresh and be like, oh, yeah, I remember... <laughs> Rhoda and Josh's wedding, it was so fun kind of thing. Yeah. What are some things that you wish couples knew about the photo booth that they might not know, like some misconceptions or things that they're just not aware about? Let's see. It takes work to set it up, just uh -huh. like a DJ. It takes work to take it down, transport it. There's planning behind it. I need to plan the design. I spend at least maybe four hours trying to design a couple of designs for the client. And then until that layout is perfect, I do not give up. If they're not happy with it, which doesn't happen often, or if they have a better idea, I do it until they are happy. There are a lot of things behind just that fun art, which we love. Okay. How has COVID-19 impacted you both business-wise and personally? I had lots of reschedulings for next year. Mm. So three days that I could have had for next year are taken or I still have ability because I have three photo booth units that I can operate on a day. Now the business is picking up and I'm so grateful for every time that a wedding planner calls me or a client calls me to book. I, I celebrate it. I just put a, <laughs> a little story yeah. on Instagram celebrating the fact that I make some bookings today because it's work and I appreciate mm -hmm. the fact that people are thinking of the small business owner like you and I, and they're actually considering giving us their support. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that to me is a great thing. This has been a very big learning experience, financially, mentally, emotionally, all kinds of leaves, <laughs> because we never <laughs> had a pandemic. Yesterday, I right. put a photo on my 
Instagram stories. It was an event that I had. I think it was Isaac was on his way here. So that hurricane went some other way and it didn't hit very hard. But the night of that wedding was really windy. And I remember driving and my SUV would be like shaking because it was so windy. So we did that wedding and they had hats that said how to evacuate, grab a beer and go or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much fun. And I remember I was like, you know what? We have worked through rough situations, but none have been compared to what the pandemic has caused. Because it has been like a long recess Mm -hmm. and it has affected many people financially and mentally too, emotionally. All that is a thing to consider. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's been pervasive throughout society. Mm -hmm. The experience is slightly different depending on who you are, but it's something that has touched everywhere. For instance, when you mentioned the hurricane, it's not like the hurricane will make landfall in the immediate area. It's Mm -hmm. impacted. It's been felt throughout the world. So it's very weird, but very interesting as well, just to get an idea of how different it's impacted everyone, even though everyone is feeling it. That's true. In the meantime, when I was doing basically not nothing, because, you know, you always have something to do, but I was feeling the stress of Mm -hmm. the lockdown. I was feeling all those news and stuff. And I'm like, what can I do to get rid of this anxiety? So like I was telling you before, that's how I started my podcast as well. That was something that Mm -hmm. took me from that anxiety to letting go of that because I'm writing a script, I'm recording stuff. It has been something that I came up with to get rid of that anxiety and to put it as a good energy Mm -hmm. into something. So yeah, you got to reinvent yourself sometimes. And these are the times when you do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think for me, it helped partly because I had started DJing live streaming. But the other thing was, is I actually spent like two weeks completely reorganizing and remastering (laughs) my entire music catalog. That's awesome. No, it sucked. (laughs) It was so boring because I'm not a big organizer. I am definitely more organized now that I'm married to my wife. Uh She has encouraged me and shown me how to be more organized. <laughs> my mom can attest to the fact that my room was not clean when I was that happened. growing up. No, it was bad. It was really bad. Oh my gosh. I'm one of those people that once I have something a certain way, I can just deal with it and be like, oh yeah, it's not organized to someone outside looking yeah. in, but I know where everything exactly, is. Exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it was just painstaking getting the music how I needed it. And then the other hard part was I would put the tracks through a program that was taking the music and making all the levels closer to each other. So if you listen to music that was recorded in the 70s and the 50s, there's a distinct sound difference between how it is today just because of technology and how mastering happens. So That was one of the reasons why I did that as well, so that everything has a similar level. So I don't have to crank up or crank down a track depending on what the previous track sounds like. That is awesome. And the reason why that sucked is because I wasn't doing anything. Literally, the program was just running. (laughs) It needed to get done. I knew it needed to get done. And if I hadn't had the pause of COVID-19, it would not have been done today. I know. Because it's one of those things where it's like, I don't have to deal with that because I'm working on business things. I'm doing the things that matter. But it's also 
working in the business is yeah. almost as important as yeah. well. Too. I don't know if you did the same, but I know that I've seen a lot of DJs DJ through Facebook, like live stream and stuff. And that's another way of reinventing. And in my case, yeah. there's a Facebook photo booth community that is super supportive. They started to do groups where they're doing retraining and doing Zoom calls and oh, wow. marketing ideas and how do you work with different programs that we operate? How do you clean up the equipment? Stuff like, yeah, you think about it and duh, you got to do it. But you just take that machine, you operate it and, and that's all you do. And when mm. we started communicating and getting all that training, I call, wow, I have grown so much as a photo booth owner because you know what you're doing. Mm. But hey, there's things that you really got to do behind to keep it working the way it should. So yeah, oh my gosh, it hasn't all been negative for sure, business-wise. Since you shared who Geraldine is as far as the business owner, would you mind answering a few questions just about yourself? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Since you are Puerto Rican, uh -huh. <laughs> what is your favorite Puerto Rican dish? Definitely anything with green plantain. Oh, okay. Anything out of green plantain, mofongo, Mangu, uh, which is mainly a Dominican plate, but it's healthier than the mofongo. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, mofongo, like plant, green plantain in any of its stages, tostones, mm. or it can be ripe plantain, like the sweetest version of it. Yeah, anything plantain. Mm. I love it. <laughs> My favorite is empanadas. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. There used to be a, a restaurant in Valparaiso. Cafe Amapola. Yeah, 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 I think so. Is it still open or did they close? <laughs> no, they down? closed it. Yeah. Oh man, that's so sad. It would, yeah. ugh, empanadas were so yeah, good. Yeah, but we still have papis and we have cafe rico. Oh, that's right. And we, yeah, so we have other. Right. Yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> yeah, cafe rico is the uh, food truck, right? Yeah, the food truck, and then papis, ah. which is the Puerto Rican restaurant. Oh, race truck, probably. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. Cool. Really good. Free promotion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Food trucks are great for weddings, especially if you're doing yes. like a barn wedding or a venue that doesn't necessarily have a robust kitchen to yeah, work with. Yeah, that's true. Actually, today, before the call, I was booking an event where the lady wanted Puerto Rican food and she's mm. not from here. So I recommend that all three of the vendors that are local, like the food truck, the restaurant and a private chef. Because I know that they're great and the food is amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to awesome. support each other like that too. Each Definitely. Other. So, what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was in the elementary school, I wanted to be an archaeologist. Interesting. Yeah. Why, why did you want to be an archaeologist? Well, I had a history teacher who studied to become an archaeologist and then, for some reason, ended up teaching history. Okay. <laughs> and every time she talked about it, in my little head, I just saw her doing whatever she was describing. And she said it with so much love that, uh, oh my gosh, I, I came home saying, I want to be an archaeologist. And I had that in my mind for so many years. Mm -hmm. But after that, I discovered that I love designing homes. And I wanted to be an architect when I was in high school. Okay. And I applied to become an architect and everything. I was going to go to study in Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden things happen and I was not able to study that. So I became a teacher instead. <laughs> oh, okay. What did you teach? I taught English as a second language and also I taught Spanish. I did it for six years and then I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. So I became a business owner. <laughs> right. well, nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> 
Are there any lessons that you've learned that stand out from being a business owner? It was a challenge for me while I was not a business owner. And it still was a challenge for me after I became a business owner was the fear of talking to someone on the phone or talking to someone and getting no for an answer. That really freaked me out. I, I get me anxiety mm. to, to get rejection or to, to hear that no. But then I learned that every no prepared me for the other phone call or the other conversation where I got the yeses. So mm -hmm. all of a sudden I lost that fear and yeah, I still get it a little, but I go for it. I go for it and I definitely ask the question and I prepare myself. It can be a no, but hopefully it'll be a yes. Yeah. And then another thing that I have learned in life is to celebrate now that after the COVID especially, celebrate each achievement, even if it's a little achievement. I don't know, like one pound shed or one booking for the month or a hundred dollars or five dollars or any little achievement because I read one thing once that said, remember that little by little makes a little a lot. <laughs> That's true. And sometimes you want something right now at this second and you want it big, you want it now. But you know what? Every little thing that you're doing towards working towards that achievement, that goal counts and it actually makes it better. Like you enjoy the success better when you actually mm. consider that everything you sacrificed and everything you did was worth it. Yeah. To talk about both your lessons, the act of asking for something implies that someone can say no. Yeah. And just because they say no, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a reflection on you. Yeah. Um, you just may not be a good fit for them. They yeah. may not be a good fit for you. Exactly. And if you go into the conversation wanting to set them up for the best experience possible, and if they don't feel that they're going to be able to get it from you, then mm -hmm. that's okay. Yeah. That, that's life. And I think it's easy to take it personally. And that's where the fear comes. That's the, oh no, they're saying no to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whereas it's not really necessarily no to you, even though it feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the celebrating each achievement is really good because that helps to buoy you when things are a little tougher. Yeah. Because you're automatically practicing gratitude for the things that you've been able to do. That's true. Um, yeah. And it helps for you to keep where you're going in mind as opposed to just focusing on the one little thing. So you're like, oh, yeah, I did this thing. And then doing that is going to help me get to this point and then the next point and then months or years later, I'm going to be at this point in my business. Those are awesome. Those are great life lessons. I know, right? Just business lessons. So that's right. That's really good. They can be applied to your life as a person right. and as a business owner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are there any things that you would like to leave the listeners with before we go? Let's see. Yeah, hopefully my life lessons have touched somebody who's listening <laughs> because maybe sometimes I'm not the only one who fears to no. know. I'm not the only one who wants things now. A lot of people want that. So hopefully somebody can identify with them and I can help somebody. I love what I do. Like I said, I went to college to become an educator. I love educating. All of a sudden I decided I didn't agree with the system. I came up home and I said, you know what, let's do something different. And the photo booth has filled my life with so much joy mm -hmm. and I love that I can do something that I feel happy doing and that's one thing that 
also everybody needs to know sometimes we don't feel happy with what we're doing and we need to start planning what can i do to make my life better if it's changing a job if it's changing a habit if it's improving a skill learning something new something that will make you happy like having more time to spend with your family you gotta do something that makes you happy and that you feel what i'm doing is worth it even though i'm not a millionaire maybe one day i will be <laughs> but what yeah. i'm doing right now is making me happy and that's exactly what everybody should listen to and i love doing the photo booth so if anyone listening would love to have a photo booth in their event the photo booth is perfect <laughs> how would someone reach out to you to find out more information about booking you okay we have a website is lumipod.com l-u-m-i-p-o-d.com and there we have links for booking or for quotes our phone number which is 850-496-6739 we also have our email that they can email us with any questions they can text us they can dm us through facebook or instagram which you can find at lumipod photo booth on both they can see our pictures, our events, because we have videos. Those are the ways, Instagram, Facebook, phone, email, or website. <laughs> okay. What was the email again? Lumipotrental at gmail.com. And the phone number? 850-496-6739. All right. Geraldine, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to stop by for the podcast. Yeah. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes, and I love what you're doing uh -huh. because it is very important. Planning a wedding is stressful. It is. <laughs> and we have amazing wedding planners mm -hmm. in this area. Yes, we do. For sure. I've worked with you before, and I know that the job that you do is great. You're so entertaining. You are skillful, creative. That's why you were messy in your room because you're creative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll talk it up to that, I guess. Right. But yeah, I love working with you too. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. It was a pleasure working with you as well. And hopefully we'll be able to do it in the future. Okay, for sure. So here's to all the couples that are planning their weddings. And here's to making those weddings a highlight. Thanks for stopping by and checking out the podcast. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review. It'll help other couples just like you find it. For more resources, including our helpful blog, check highlightweddingsandevents.com. Highlightweddingsandevents.com. And make your wedding a highlight. <laughs>